This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. The team has been tasked with finding points of power on a series of mystic ley lines. Though some of the team is hesitant to keep working with the Lore Corporation, they agree to look into it. Several of the points of power are familiar to them, but they have also learned that these lines can be reconfigured to have demonic effects. You're going to get in the car. And who was the one who did the driving for this group? And I think Ashton showed up separately. So between Sundry and Darkblade, who drove you guys here? Probably Sundry in his truck. Okay, that works. So Sundry's, you and uh, Darkblade are kind of getting into the truck and Ashton is parked either near near you guys. And I think either Darkblade or Ashton or both look back for some reason, probably Darkblade out of a... Um, kind of a nostalgic reminiscence looks back over at Matlock's well and he sees someone there and he kind of stands on his tippy toes or maybe as he's like climbing onto the um, the running boards of the truck to hop in he's a little bit taller and can see and he looks in and he just straight up can see Sundry is at the well and then he does kind of a like wait a minute and he looks over and Sundry is getting into the truck as well and that's where we kind of leave that for a second as well? Yes. Really? Ooh. Roll okay. your recognized Does... pun. Welker, you're at the office, I think, and it's kind of like the evening is wrapping up. I imagine he's spending much more time at work. Um, yeah. I think that he'd be pouring... I think he'd be spending more time at work, but like partly in the name of like... I mean, I think it's pretty clear at this point that he has a lot, starting to get a lot of doubts about the corporation. And in the last, like, scene, he had essentially confirmed that, like, the corporation is is screwing him or screwed him really badly. Um, okay. So I think, like, he'd be spending time at work, but maybe in a sort of like, um, like paranoid way, like trying to see if there's anything going on. Okay. He's certainly not spending time with his family, obviously, or gotcha. sitting around in his apartment doing nothing. That works perfectly. Well, as you are looking into some stuff, you're looking into some files, you can see that uh, those locations that you already know, the Magnolia Place Mansion and the uh, Cypress Knolls Tower Gardens through a variety of shell corporations and whatnot, and you kind of already knew this, the Lore Corporation has basically acquired those locations. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh... There have even been some staff that you've been told like are going to be working in those in those spaces. Okay. And as you're doing this, you see uh, Jules Graber and another the other security guard that are regularly there, and um, they come in, or they walk past your your door, and they kind of head to um, the area where you guys are in the past you had that containment unit and I imagine you still do have that containment unit and they kind of head that way and you hear like, like a key card beep. They're, they're, they're going into that room, which is something that at least is not super normal. 
Is Dr. McLean in there, to my knowledge, or do I not know? I don't think he's here at present. Okay. Uh, is there any way I can sort of... I mean, this is right up his alley. Like, he has suspicions, and he's at work to sort of, like, see if there's anything going on. Is there any way he could, like, surveil that room, like, through a camera or something like that? Sure. I mean, you could just probably pop your head out into the office and just, like, look down the hallway. But if you want to try to pull up on your computer camera footage of that place, you can absolutely do that. I mean, if it's that easy to just look, cool. Otherwise, see what more complicated things he has to do. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy. Could you go ahead and just preemptively make a... Sharp. Um, what do they call it in this game? Read a situation? Read a bad situation bad move for me? Situation. Yes. Ten, baby. Ten. All right, just hold on to those as we go through this. So you can hear them kind of chatting. They seem to be having just a little small talk um, about a... I think it's December in the world that we're inhabiting. Jules Graber is uh, in a situation. Jules Graber and Irina Gray, that, those are their names. Jules Graber's like, I can't believe it that you uh, that you think that the Browns are 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 going to do so well. I mean, every year that's not been true. So why would it be true this year? And Irina Gray is like, like, oh, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Statistically speaking, with the draft from last year, they should outperform their previous five seasons easily. Yeah. Right, guys? He he can't resist. That's his shave and a haircut like Roger Rabbit, where it draws him out of wherever he is. Um, Sorry. But yeah, they're just having some, like, goofy small talk. And while they're doing that, they're going up to uh, this containment unit. And they're, like, pressing buttons. And they seem to be doing everything the way they're supposed to be doing it. Like, they swipe their key card to uh, do this thing. And from what it seems like, they're opening this bad boy up. Is there anything in there? Absolutely there is. The crystal that you guys got from the the Cypress Knolls Tower Gardens. Okay. Or the the fragment of crystal, I should say. If you remember, um, Bishop said that he's that it needs to be kept. That they were moving it here. He told me that. Yes. Uh, right. So we he still, told me they yeah, were moving we... it here, but he hadn't mm-hmm. said anything about it going somewhere else. Right. Right. You haven't heard about that. Okay. Um, uh, I might as well ask one of these questions. See if you got anything for me. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Are there any dangers that you haven't noticed? Um, I'm going to answer these questions in kind of weird ways. That's fine. They're doing everything the way they are supposed to be doing it. That's weird. So the thing, uh, yeah, the thing is that moving this would be a big enough deal where you feel like, I should have known about this, and yet I don't. And they're going through this the right, the right way. Like, they're using their ID cards. They're using their access codes um you think to yourself hmm i don't know if they had no in fact you know they shouldn't have access to open this so that part's weird too but otherwise they're going through every step of the process the way they would okay but like um... they shouldn't they shouldn't have the keys to this safe and yet they do and they're doing it very nonchalantly like they're just chatting back and forth so as, as, a, getting this thing. as like a corollary to this question, do I feel as though if I were to jump out and be like, what's up? I would be like in immediate danger. Is that one of the questions? Well, the question is, are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? Um, I think as a, as a corollary to that, you don't think 
you'd be in any immediate danger All right. with this. Cool. I don't I don't think so. So uh he'll he'll step out like from around the hall and say, um I can I help you? Uh can I help you folks? Oh hey boss. Jules Graber says. And he'll kind of give you like a uh like a wave. And um he'll say, No, uh I mean, we, we should have it if you want to give us a hand with uh, with getting some of the doors. That'll be good. But we just got to transport this thing. Uh, got that new got that new address to bring it down to for a more secure location, I guess. And Walker will nod and say, right, what was that address again? Oh, it's going to be moved to... And one of them has to pull it up on their, like, their work phone. And you see that they bring up the same application that you have for like secure company email. And they bring that up and they say, um, it's going to this location. And you know, that's the Magnolia Place Mansion. Okay. And Welker will nod and say, of course, I'm familiar with uh, our recent acquisition. Um, if you don't mind, could you just show me the authorization papers for this? Uh, I assume Bishop signed off on it. And I'll like, hold out a hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. And they, uh, would these be physical papers or would it be something digital? No, it'd be digital. Okay. So they can pull that up. And, and I think Graber's like, like, hold on, I got to find it. Nope. That's another one where I had to ask him to specify a thing. And Irina Gray's like, I got it. Hold on. And pulls it up on her phone or tablet. It's one of those giant phones. Um, yeah. uh, I forget what those were, those Samsung massive phones where you're like, that's just a tiny tablet that you're holding to your face but they she pulls it up and she shows you and yeah uh bishop says like like you're uh like this the artifact in the containment unit needs to be moved to um the magnolia place mansion your security clearance has been upgraded to allow you to do this please use one of the company like use one of the company vans and like take all uh, all necessary precautions as this is a very valuable company asset. Okay, so to Welker, this kind of just looks like everything's fine. The only weird thing is that it seems like Bishop wants to cut him out. Yeah, I think um, that that's the danger that you feel like, what's up here? Something's off. Everything, all of the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, and yet this doesn't feel right. Okay, well, Walker's not going to stop them. Um, he's going to say, has Bishop... Have you been given any other directives after you're done with this? I think Jules Graber will say, like, honestly, I assume we'll get whatever uh, whatever info once we arrive and we've checked off that this is done. But no, to my knowledge, no additional stuff after that. Okay, so Walker will if say... Not, if not, we'll just end up coming back here once it's secure at the new location. I mean, after all, this is kind of our primary work spot, so... That makes sense, right? Yeah. But you know what? Um, come to think of it, being the regional director down here, I haven't actually made it over to that campus yet. Uh, why don't I come with you, make the rounds? This would be a great opportunity. And you know what? I could help introduce you to all of them, too. And I'll like, go to like join them. And yeah, and they're like, sure. And honest, and one of them says, and if you can get that door, it'd be great. Sure. And Walker will like, be a cooperative, you know, help them as far as like taking this thing and going to the new campus. Sure. So to remind everybody, this is kind of this weird black red kind of stone. It kind of looks a little bit like obsidian, but like with marbleized kind of streaks in it. Um, and 
We had initially said it was huge, that it was almost like a part of a cornerstone of that building. So I imagine this is pretty fucking big. This is not a small little, like, my gem that I have in my hand. This is, um, this is like the size of a small filing cabinet. Like, it's pretty darn big. And they are, they have to get it onto like a, like a cart. So one person is just moving this thing. Mm-hmm. And the other person is kind of going through and, um, if you're there and you can help them like open doors and load this into a truck that they are very appreciative of that aspect of things. Uh, meanwhile, uh, dark blade, you kind of look. And like I said, you see, um, sundry at the well at Matlock's well. And you also see sundry. He's gotten into the truck and maybe he's standing there for a while. And sundry, Darkblade is taking a minute to actually get in. He's just standing on the running boards of the truck. Uh, you better shit or get off the pot. Got work to do. Darkblade's going to walk back towards the well. Yeah. Sundry will roll down the window and be like, where, where you going, man? And um, Darkblade will say, hey, to the other Sundry at the well. Darkblade, could you read a bad situation for me? Yes. So I, I get a, a seven to nine. You got a seven to nine. Okay, cool. So you get to ask one of those questions, right? All right. Um, my question is, uh, isn't there one about something remaining hidden? Uh, are there any dangers I haven't we haven't noticed? Yes. Threat. Yeah, so are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I'll, I'll switch this up and then give you the information. Alright, so Darkblade was meeting meeting up at this uh, well. Sundry gets there, and um, Darkblade is not... A, he was only expecting to meet Darkblade. Darkblade is not exactly a... He's uh, not exactly Welker. What's Sundry think when, of course, Darkblade's not there at the well? I think he'd just be, like, he's the only one who hasn't spent any time at this place. Does he see it for what it is, this, like, weird well? Yeah, I think you see it as, um, you're, you don't have that connection to that magic that uh, Darkblade does or that Welker did. And so I think when you arrive, it's just that pile of rocks that look like kind of like the wreck of an old well. You first arrive and it's this, like, shitty ruin of a well. You kind of look around and you notice, like, I'm the only one here. And then you look back at the well, and it's a much smaller... It still looks fairly idyllic, though. Nothing like what we had seen when Darkblade saw it or Welker saw it. Um, It just looks like kind of this person's backyard has this, like, very beautiful, peaceful area. And you don't notice that there are houses not too far away. You're totally focused on this area and this well. Because it is, after all, still an important place of power. We did learn that it... uh, it is one of the points on these ley lines, though Sundry doesn't necessarily know that. And, and it would uh, be cool if, if um, even if he can't see all of what Darkblade sees as like Fiddler's Green, he can, it's so like once he gets there, everything's like brighter, like the moonlight's brighter, um, starlight's brighter, and he can just like suddenly, um, everything kind of like comes into focus around him a bit more. Sure. Yeah, you look up, one of the things that you had not one of the things is that like the moon is a full moon where it had not like 
it's not a full moon tonight and now it is as you're looking up and again as you look around this it's much nicer it's brighter there's um it's december it's pretty dry and yet there are things in bloom that you're like surprised about you're kind of looking at this peaceful well and we see like you said you toss a penny in there and make a make a wish um or say a prayer for your wife uh yeah but you're the only one present I guess he'll just, you know, wait around. He's not like a impatient guy. Meanwhile, Darkblade, you arrive at the, uh, you get to this fence, and all you have to do is kind of hop over to get back to the well. Or are you just yelling? Hey. From the other side of um, the fence? Yeah, because he's not so certain this is, it looks like Sundry, but he's, he's not, he can't believe what he sees yet. Hey, over here. He's like just going to keep hurrying over there towards him. Yeah. So meanwhile, Ashton, you had been a part of this crew and part of this conversation at Matlock's Well. Uh, were you parked next to wherever Sundry was parked? Uh, yeah, okay. sure. So you saw this kind of like everybody was getting back in the, in the cars. Did you just head out or did you, I assume you saw some of this nonsense? I assume you weren't going to ride with uh, Sundry and uh, Darkblade, but you and Sundry are now sitting in your respective vehicles, and Darkblade just left and went back towards where you had just been. Very unusual. I think especially after seeing the kind of the well for what it was, even for a second, maybe he this prompts him to get out of the car, kind of like look over at where Darkblade's going. And he might say like, uh, I guess I'll okay. get him to Sundry. Sundry. Sundry down for that? As he's waiting in the truck. Yeah, maybe just honks the horn. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're like, hey, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, maybe or maybe he's like impatiently waiting, looking behind him or looking in the rearview mirror, fiddling with it regularly. And yeah, um, Darkblade is, if he sees Ashton coming, he'll be like, he like motion set, like with great, like his eyes will be wide open. He'll be waving, waving you over. So, Sundry, you're at this well, and somebody starts yelling to you, and you can see that they're kind of on the other side of this fence. Can I get a better Oh, you, yeah, you, you, can, you can easily hear that it's Darkblade. Sorry, I shouldn't just say it's somebody. Yeah, you can easily tell it's Darkblade. So I guess Sundry would be like, where you been? You took a dang time. Uh, what's your name? It's like, I'm Sundry Charms, and you're Herbert Darkblade69 whatever the fuck your last name is. Do you remember, can you, now, Darkblade is trying to think of secrets that he might have of Sundry. And I think that one point Sundry did confide in Darkblade about Mr. Heck. Am I getting that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to say the, the cursed Sundry charms. He's like, what do you mean? Um, can you tell me uh, who is Mr. Heck? He's like, well, that man's the devil himself, and you know that because I told you as much. Sundry. So you guys are talking, what? you guys are talking through a fence at the moment. Yeah. What was the nature of this bargain that you made? 
It's like, why are you acting so strange? Uh, I thought we had a purpose in meeting up here. Have you ever been two places at once, Sundry? Uh, fuck if I know. The okay. Lord, uh, in his infinite wisdom, has not seen fit to educate me on matters of uh, string theory and uh, the lack. Where's the last place you remember being before getting to the well? My truck, which I used to drive over here and meet your ass, despite okay. you being some 25 minutes late now. Can let's can you show me where you parked your truck? So what's sure. Ashton, what's Ashton thinking of all this? Yeah. So what kind of is this like a chain link fence? No, it's like a it's a wooden fence that someone would have in their yard. Where it's like made of. Oh, like a yeah, like a but that kinda... you can't easily see through. So how did we get from the well to the other side of this? You board? guys had like been either hopping over this fence or just walking through someone else's backyard. I think Ash might sort of quietly, maybe, or just, you know, privately to Darkblade Sayla. That sounds a lot like it. Yeah, maybe how we should have a look. react to people acting so weird about you and asking you to take it, take them to your truck? Uh, I think he just assumes, like, Darkblade's high or, or stupid. And that's, yeah. like, <laughs> not outside the realm of possibility, so. Not at all. It's like, this kid's had a few too many clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those clove cigarettes are dangerous stuff. I knew it. I knew they, they said they wasn't weed, but they, they is. Yeah, we'll hop away from that as you guys are, like, hopping over this fence. Welker is in this van, like a company van, with Irina Gray and Jules Graber. And they are just driving along. I think they have kind of like... They have kind of like a police scanner situation and like radio to hear stuff um that kind of cycles through things and uh but they also just have a regular radio on as well it's kind of frustrating okay and they're just kind of like i said just kind of shooting the shit like both of them seem like they're very invested in uh this season and jules graber is telling irena gray like like i don't care you know uh I don't, I don't care what your wife says, Irina. The, the the Browns aren't doing well this year. It's just not going to happen. You could talk about draft picks and uh, stats from previous years. And sure, they might outperform what's better, but they're going to shit the bed in the end. It's like this long conversation mm -hmm. that these two have clearly been having for days. Uh-huh. Yeah. Makes and sense. yeah, you guys are just heading that way. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm not going to try and impede them at all. Like I said, right now it kind of just seems like Bishop is cutting him out of, of what should be his domain. Um, and I want to see like what's going on over here if Bishop is there, if I can like confront him even. Mm -hmm. um, do I know if Bishop's in town currently? Uh, you know that he had been at least in town enough to bring that crystal okay, or bring that stone. Uh you could easily call him or try to figure something out. We could do some kind of roll with that. Uh, I'm down to just wait to see what happens when I get there. Okay. Well then, yeah, we'll fast forward it to you guys arrive. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is a drive. It's probably like a 25 minute to a half hour drive. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe these two hadn't been there before. So maybe it takes a little bit longer than that, mm -hmm. but um, this is kind of out more in the sticks 
it used to be this big plantation house. So it has like all this property that's connected to it as well. And when you get to the front, um, there's kind of a little, oh, there's somebody on like a golf cart mm -hmm. that's kind of sitting there. Like when you come to where like the main street heads into this property, there's somebody at that intersection on a golf cart and they, uh, like you guys kind of pull up and they're like, Oh, Hey, yeah. Heard you guys were going to be, heard you guys are going to be coming. Good to see you. Um, just make sure they look over their badges and whatnot and they maybe scan some stuff or have to sign a little thing. And they're like, all right, come on in. And this person on the golf cart just kind of waves them in and you guys are heading up towards this um, destroyed man uh, mansion, this old like plantation house. And uh, as you get closer, you see that there are a few other folks. There's uh, maybe like easily spotted half a dozen other lore corporation kind of security personnel and you start to see some um other folks who look like they're more involved with like scientific research in that are general, there does it seem like these are people that i know or they're like people that have been brought in from out of the city hmm i'll say one or two of these folks have been like kind of a rotating cast of characters that you've seen in the office mm -hmm. um but there's definitely some faces you're like i'm not familiar with that person i'm not familiar with that person Okay. Uh, but I'll say it's about 50-50. There's some folks you have seen, other folks you've not. Sure. Um, it's not always the same crew of people that you've worked with that have been there the whole time. And so, like any company, there's some folks that you're not super familiar with, but you're like, eh, I kind of recognize her. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, yeah, you guys can get there. And it seems as though a, uh, a structure has been set up amid these um, ruins. Mm -hmm. Like a kind of a a tent has been put up over them to kind of protect them from the weather. And uh, there seems to be, they're no longer these burned out, destroyed ruins that you had seen. They're now enclosed in this very large tent. Okay. And I know this is one of the ley line places, right? Yes. Yeah, you had been told that. And from your own experience, this is definitely a place that has connection to some mystical stuff. Okay, cool. I want to see where this thing is supposed to be going. And I All right. want to see if Bishop is here. Sure. So when you guys arrive, you can kind of pull up and they maybe somebody like with... Uh, uh, there's there's enough lights that they don't need to have individual flashlights, but somebody kind of waves them over um, and says, like, you know, park over here. Mm -hmm. And a few folks come out. And uh, I do think Bishop is one of them. And he's there with maybe two or three other, like, Lore Corporation security officers. And they're like, all right, be real careful. He's like, all right, be real careful with that thing. As I get out of the car, say, uh, Bishop, um, it seems like, looks like you just forgot to CC me on this. He's like, oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Listen, and he'll kind of, uh, he'll try to pull you off to the side. That's fine. To talk to you and just say like, I was nervous to I was nervous to send you anything with uh, some of the other folks. Um, I was nervous to send you anything in case there were any more leaks. I sent it to your. Uh, he basically says like I sent it to some other account that you should have been able to access. And telling you like I did I did basically saying I did send this to you, but I sent it to your secondary work email rather than your primary work email. Something like. 
actually fairly boring. Can I like while he's here, like be like, oh okay, let me just uh, make sure that's working, and like pull up that email and like prove he didn't send it to me. Sure, I think you can pull that email up and. Um... Oh, it's actually there. Yeah, I think it is. Oh yeah, okay. All right. And so it's it's kind of like showing up in this spot, and it's just very strange. And it basically has some of the similar information. We're basically like, um, the Lord, the 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 corporate office had seen this stuff go on. We wanted to bring this to a spot that we can. We already need to keep secure, and so uh, we'll be bringing it to this like such and such location. Like only share this with people who have like like a who absolutely need to know this. Um, given the leaks we've seen, given the leaks we had seen recently, like this, keeping keeping this stuff tight is very important. Okay. And I'll, he'll say, um, my mistake, I don't normally check this account. Um, usually things are uh, pretty up and up with me. You know, like, look at him, be like, uh, he'll say, um, but now that I'm here, why don't you show me around? What's the plan for this place? He seems a little, like, annoyed, but he's like, all right. And so he'll bring you, he'll kind of uh, bring you in and uh, he'll yell at somebody to make sure that they they move this to this particular spot where they've essentially got, like, a safe setup. Um, like, and he'll kind of bring you around this facility. Yeah, so Darkblade and Ashton hop over this fence and Sundry is standing near this well, and you guys are all kind of in this very idyllic setting. And your um, the three of you are standing there. Again, it's not as beautiful or as pristine as it had been at other times, but for Darkblade, it seems, since you have that larger connection to it, it does still seem like that uh, kind of idyllic garden. And yeah, Sundry's there just at the well, like standing there staring at you guys. Y'all look like you've seen the ghosts. Yeah. Um, about that, do you? What do you? What do you happen to see when you look at the well? A well, run down. Okay. Um, I'm really. Hey, Sundry, can you just show us your truck? Here's the deal, Sundry. That's a stupid ass question. They just came from the side of your fence, side of the fence where your truck is. So sorry, what what they were saying? Walk to the truck. Yeah, they're saying, can you show us your truck? They just came from the area where your truck was. You had to hop over the fence that they just hopped over, and now these assholes are saying, like, "Hey, show me where your truck is." Yeah, he just assumes like uh, the dark blade's really high. Okay. And so he was just going to go along with it. But yeah, I guess he'd point that out. He's like, y'all just saw it. Um, I'm not the one who's 20 minutes late, but you want to continue wasting my time? You know, it's fine by me. All right. Yeah, I think. Uh, not wearing I the watch any longer. You know, it's not ticking down. Might as well spend it with my friends doing <laughs> asinine shit. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile. Yeah. Uh, you might have a lot more time on your hands than you could ever imagined, Sundry. Okay. Let's let's take a look at your truck, though, because uh, you know, yeah, we, look, I just looked like somebody hit it. I just wanted to, you know, it looked like there's a big ding in the side of it. Wait, what? So, Did one of you assholes hit my truck? 
we hop back we hop back over to uh sundry sitting in his truck we see sundry in the truck driving and he's driving uh with darkblade darkblade went back there got in the truck uh or went back said never mind it was nothing thought i saw matlock got back in the truck with you and uh darkblade how would darkblade say that when he gets oh, back man. in the truck with sundry that means there's two darkblades Darkblade will say, uh, "I saw. I thought I saw Matlock by my father figure, and uh, you know, it's just it's not. Yeah, he, we we know he's gone. I understand you got a lot of stressful things going on in your life. I uh, thank you for understanding. I it just used to be the place where I'd meet him, and uh, you know, sounds like a real good cat." I just hoped that he would have gotten out of that well so he could see the world because he deserved it. Taught me I've, so many things. I find when uh, when I had to put down a pet, best way to get over <laughs> is just get another one. You know, I know it sounds cruel, but there's no more. Put you in a different place. Well, Sundry, uh, you got a lot of love. That's you. actually nothing like what I'm experiencing at all. <laughs> So you guys are having this conversation while you're on your way to what's the next spot you're looking for? Are you guys like now just trying to find the next one of these ley line points? I think we're trying to hunt and kill Mr. Welker now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll stop at Wingstop on the way though, if that's okay. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. That's a it's a great food and also a great franchise business opportunity. If <laughs> that sort of thing. So uh, is, you got to find a place that doesn't already have a wing stop, and that's pretty difficult in this next woods. Now, had Ashton told these guys about the swamp mansion? Uh, I don't know. You said that you wanted me to do that on camera, right? But if if it's more interesting if they go there straight, well, are they straight there? If they're looking for another place. If you had already told them they can be going there to like look into it, or they could be on the hunt for some other location or some other locale. I'm totally fine with that. The first, or it doesn't matter to me. My answer is yes. Yes, it didn't seem interesting. Uh, the uh, Not telling them, you know. Which sundry did he tell? So, um, you guys... Okay, so you guys are maybe heading to this swamp mansion to check this out and see how this is connected to it so sundry and dark blader in sundry's truck you guys are driving you've got a few options you could try to piece some of these uh these things together dark blade especially could try to find this location or find one of these other locations or find out more about this swamp mansion yeah dark blade's good at that he's gonna try to find out a little bit more he's like Swamp Mansion, you know, it's been around a lot longer than the internet, but um, certainly know some historians who specialize in local folklore and and uh, and history. So, well, the good thing is that you're a person who can see these uh, ley lines and see these connections. And if Ashton told you that this is where the spot is, you can kind of use some of the vague understanding or vague uh, idea that you had to try to narrow in and find out something about this. So could you make a uh, weird roll for me? So he rolls an eight and he adds three to that. 
Damn. Okay. So yeah. So you uh, you can now that Ashton brings this up, you can kind of like attune yourself to this, and you realize almost in the way that like musical notes can harmonize with one another, um, or light can be kind of blended to be certain colors, or a prism can be moved in a way to have stuff be either a rainbow or like a very specific beam of light. If you kind of like focus your attention and your understanding. Uh, towards this, it's no longer this broad kind of, um, it's no longer a broad direction. Instead, it's very specifically this trail that you can see that this ley line leads to this spot. And um, you can ask a question about this location. Is it magical? No, I'm looking at it. Is this from a list of some sort? No, nope, it's a question you can ask. Okay. Um, tell me a, a dark occult thing that happened at this place. So what is a dark occult thing that happened at this place? Uh, the only person who's been there thus far is Ashton. So David, we know that you we had seen Ashton and Merzad perform that kind of initiation in that spot. You know it's out in the swamps. You know that it is uh, like kind of flooded as if the swamp itself is swallowing this place up. And we had brought up that there was maybe some kind of like evil that was had occurred there where it seems like it, the earth was trying to like swallow this up and contain it, or at least the, the swamp was. Um, aside from your own initiation, which while a cult wasn't per se dark, um, what is something dark and occult that has happened there that perhaps is a reason that this either a cause or an effect of this being an important point on these ley lines? Some like great evil, like saw or was able to see everything going on in this area or something or in this, maybe just this house. So a great evil was able to see everything in the house. Like some kind of something pierced the veil and was able to know okay. what was going on in this house for like ever since it was created. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can tell that a uh, at some point a uh, at some point in this house uh, something pierced the reality or pierced through the reality to see into this world and uh, look across it at what could be uh, what could be had and it had no good intent. And this thing was a, uh, a creature far more ancient than the house itself. And this spot um, was important even far before the house itself was born or created. Houses are born. This house was a C-section. Uh, meanwhile, when Sundry, you guys hop back over this fence, and yeah, Ashton's car is there. Sundry's truck's gone. Wait, what? My my truck is gone? Yep. So you guys are standing at that well. Darkblade's giving you a hard time and saying, like, will you bring us to your truck? And you're thinking, that's stupid. We just hopped over this fence. That's where my truck was, idiot. How high are you? You guys hop over this fence again, and your truck's gone. Jesus, first you tell me my truck's been hit by someone, now now you stole it? I, I was just trying to get you over here, man. This 
this is this night something's going Quit on playing around where, where am i was at? just at i have no idea i was just at your truck before i walked over to you talking to you in your truck and then i turned around and saw you you this this sundry that i'm talking to you right now standing at the well while i was talking to another sundry in your truck boy if i hadn't seen so much weird shit in the past few months i'd slap you silly meanwhile mr Welker is getting a tour of this facility and um basically they've set up this facility to be much more secure but they also have like researchers going around one of the things that you can see is those um those kind of carvings or those symbols that had been important in our second mystery um, are like those things are they're being kind of cleaned and like taken care of and maybe restored by people who are almost doing it as if it's like art restoration and they've got it kind of like taped off almost like an archaeological site and uh, but it's also there are definitely like armed security personnel here as well. So is Bishop like what are our ranks in the company? Is he like um like uh, directly above me? Like is that like an understood thing, or is he like sort of like a, a wild card? Like what's the, his exact situation there? I think that's a great question. One of the big things with this company is its its organization is super complicated. Where like there are a lot of people who do stuff for the company but don't directly work for it. They work mm -hmm. for a contractor that only contracts with this company, but like this company's. Yeah, so Merzad is an example of that, and that has bit the company in the ass at times, as those folks have other uh, loyalties. And so Bishop is somebody, I think, who works for Jessica Lore. And okay. I think you can tell me, does he... He certainly has given you orders in the past. Right. Um, or when I was sort of like a company peon, I was just like, oh, someone who's associated with Jessica Lord giving me orders? Of course, I'll jump however high you tell me to. Okay. But now I'm essentially the regional director of like this city, which is like a very important place for them, right? Right. So I think I think the issue is the stuff that Bishop does, the company would not want it directly like he's the head of security when he's doing these things, because like you wouldn't want if what he was doing were to be found out, you wouldn't want that on the books. Okay. But at the same time, I think you know that like he is the head of security for this company. De facto. De facto, yeah. He, de facto, he gets his stuff from Jessica Lore, and like is usually involved in doing these things that like on paper they can't be like they can't be put on paper. Okay. So like, while he's sort of sort of, so first of all, first question is, is anything about what he's showing me jumping out is weird? Oh, you want me to use one of these? Um. Yeah, because you said, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know how to twist these into what I want. What like, were you uh, asking again? Maybe I could twist it into that. Before like, I talk to him, I just want to ask like, as a general thing, of the stuff he's showing me here, is any of this like weird? Hmm. So then I guess that's just the... What's most vulnerable, most vulnerable to me? Or... Hmm. Sure, I guess... What's my... I, I honestly don't know. What's the biggest threat? Let's go with that. Sure. Okay. Is there anything about this place that I'm seeing that's threatening to me? So, um, the fact that this was done so 
you get a bad vibe from this. Okay. Um, all of the, again, all of the I's seem to be dotted, all of the T's seem to be crossed, but you seem to be getting a bad vibe from what's going on. Okay. You're not sure of why. Everything looks like it's taken care of. Bishop is here. He's doing this stuff. Yes, he kind of, he had them do this surreptitiously, but he did contact you in a way that was also kind of surreptitious. And this is the kind of thing that the company has had Bishop do in the past, but something feels off. You have a feeling in your gut that something's not right. Okay. Um, and I'll say that them, like, after there had been that, like, security breach, it feels weird for you to... Um, for them to move that crystal. Mm -hmm. But again, the amount of people that they have here, you're like, I guess it kind of does make sense, but it feels weird. There's a feeling that you have that's off. And so what is the biggest threat? Um, you realize that you, this is kind of old news. The biggest threat you have is you realize you can't trust, um, you can't trust that the people that are telling you things uh, are doing it are doing it for the reasons not only that they say they are, but you can't trust that this almost doesn't feel real to you. This has like a strange dreamlike quality in some capacities where you're like, this seems to check out, and yet I know in my gut it's not. It's almost like this isn't fully real or some aspect of this isn't fully real okay i so if there's i'd like at some point like while he's showing me around i'd like to get him alone mm -hmm. like maybe like any room he's showing me work used to be like the two of us sure maybe that's not difficult um and again some of the walls of this place even though they're burned out are still around so they've turned some of those spaces into rooms and kind of like quickly constructed spaces this place isn't like super solid but it's fairly secure in regard to the number of personnel that are there and kind of where you guys are like out in the sticks. All right. So while, when we're like sort of in our own sort of space, uh, welcome, we'll turn to him and say, uh, uh, Bishop, I'm the regional director of this entire city. And this is the first time I'm seeing any of this. Why don't you cut the bullshit and tell me what's actually happening here? Could you make a manipulate role for me? I got a five. You got a five. Okay. So you get a five. I think he'll just look at you and say like, you really want to know what's going on? Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe it is about time that I, that we cut the bullshit. Welker. Uh, meanwhile, no, Sundry and Darkblade uh, arrive at this um, location. Uh, yeah. And there's like a dock that you guys can get to. And there's a boat that you can, essentially, it's kind of just tied up. You can borrow this boat and kind of row out there. Maybe you don't want to turn on this big engine because it'll be too loud. So you row out at least for a while. And this is in this middle of this dark swamp. You can kind of hear animals in the distance. And as you get closer and closer, you can see that there is indeed at the uh, the kind of terminus of this, um, this ley line, or the intersection of these ley lines, there's this old plantation house, but it it's the kind of thing that shouldn't be built really in the swamp. 
And yet it seems as though the swamp has risen up to kind of like swallow it. And in fact, like the front porch of the place is completely flooded to the point where like a the boat that you have that has like is a very shallow boat can kind of just go right up almost onto the porch of this man this plantation house. And you guys can just head into this place. All right, cool. Dark Blade jumps out of the boat way too early. Uh-huh. Um, and drowns. Experience ever like being on a rowboat before okay and he just like he thinks they're like you know they row up and they're kind of just like bob against and he just like steps one leg out unevenly and just like goes straight into the mud and he just flops out into the water okay Maybe, yeah uh, sundry will hand him the the other side of his harpoon to uh act as a kind of uh way to bring him back onto the boat i forgot that you're just rolling around with a straight up harpoon now yeah, and he's he's like, he's like Mr. Boat person too. Yeah, <laughs> he has a lot of things. Important things have happened in his life on a boat. Yeah. So okay. Like if, this, if this place is haunted, I hope whatever happens happens on this boat because I'm prepared. Yeah. Prepared for nautical misbehavior. Yeah. So this place is very. Uh, this place is pretty dark, but the um, the windows, all the the few windows that did have glass in them, those are broken at this point. Um, and so moonlight is coming through and this place is pretty big. And as you wind through this spot and wind through this mansion, um, particularly as you go upstairs, you'd go into what is essentially the attic and the attic looks like the roof has like fallen in. And when you look up in the attic again, it is not a full moon. And yet when you're in that room, you look up and there's the full moon shining down and this room is kind of bright and there's all these birds that fly out. Uh, they're like crows cawing and they kind of hop up at the top and are looking at you guys menacingly. Anyway, so you guys come into the room and as you're watching these crows, one of the things that you see is like on the floor, like as you come in, like a light starts shining on the floor and pretty soon that light almost like seems to burn itself into these old floorboards and it gets kind of at first just like burned wood but then becomes red hot and actually bursts into flames and as you stare at it it's like a symbol maybe eight or nine feet in diameter wow and it's a uh it's an eye and it's kind of like a terrifying inhuman eye and you hear good job I'm glad that you glad that you guys found this place. I'll look around kind of from down below where you guys had been as if he'd followed you up um, is Merzad and Darkblade. You've met Merzad, at least on like a video call and know that uh, he you guys know he works for the Lore Corporation in regard to like research. And again, he looks like uh Jackie Lee Haley. Um, he kind of has a magician-y vibe to him. He's wearing more rings than you would expect a guy to be wearing. Um, he's the kind of person who would be a character in a Vampire the Masquerade game. And he shows up and says, I think your presence here was able to activate this. And he says that to Darkblade. What were you looking for here, Mursad? This is one of the ley lines. Or at mm -hmm. least it's one of the intersections of the ley lines in this area. And they're important. What do you want with them? He says, 
Well, the corporation, the lore corporation wants them. They think that there's a, they think that there's something they can do to access a source of power, a source of energy. I want him to tell me what he's doing here and why he, what is, what his personal interest is. Sure. He will do that without anything. So, so let's, let's try it. Let me give narrative um, on that then. Yeah. And spend some luck points while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, why don't you go ahead and make that roll anyway? Yeah. Also spend some blood. Yeah. Uh, Cut your hand off. Oh God. That was my least favorite mechanic of vampire. Just be like, this costs blood also. Yeah. So I rolled a 10. What do I add to it? It, you, You don't even need to worry. So you rolled a 10. Um, well, it's, it's charm. Do you have a positive charm? I've got, I've got two charms today, actually. So I get it. All right. So you normally have a plus two charm. No, I I have zero charm. Normally just today I've got two charm. Yeah. All right. I got two charms. Charms. Lucky charms. Mm -hmm. Uh, and back to Matlock. Okay. So he'll just tell you, he's like, what do I want with this? He's like, I want to know. I want to know what this really is, and I want to know why they're looking into it. And I think you do, too. Has Sundry met this guy before? Sundry has not, though you may have heard these other folks talk talk about him. So Sundry would be like, uh, I'm sorry, um, who are you? I'm one of the last people who's truly seeking wisdom. Oh, uh, Sundry, maybe, like, extend his hand. Be like, I'm Sundry Charms. And he'll he'll like look down at your hand and say, "You can call me Merzad." Does he shake his hand? I don't think he does. Uh, well, I ain't got much wisdom, but uh, got some good old fashioned common sense. Maybe I can help. I'll say, "Well, you're certainly important to this. Now that we've activated this, we have to find the rest of these locations. If you're able to do this, Darkblade." us finding these spots and especially us finding them quickly will be helpful. Once we know where they are, even if they're not activated, at least we can begin to understand what we're dealing with. What's got you so concerned about our corporate overlords? He's like, this isn't a corporation that seeks this knowledge merely for knowledge's sake. I think that's blatantly obvious. He says, I've given them, I've given them information that while I regret giving them more than likely you regret them ever having. I'm the one who discovered both of you and told them about you. Huh. Well, I think we've all gotten in bed with uh, someone or something we uh, ain't too proud about. Uh, Key is what we do from here. I don't want us to regret handing something over that we don't understand. All right. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, And when you when he says we, he doesn't mean you guys and him. I'm kind of questioning this guy's intentions is there a way i can get a read on that either investigate a mystery or read a bad situation i think you could do either of those things they're Mm -hmm. they're both the same role but they'll just have different results do you want to know about the right here right now or do you want to know about bigger stuff i think i want to know about the right here right now go for it then that's a read a bad situation okay i got a seven you got a seven. All right, so you get to ask one of them questions. Are there dangers here? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Sundry, how do you realize Darkblade isn't Darkblade? 
what's the thing that what's the thing that goes on? He's been incredibly convincing, exactly the same as Darkblade. How do you realize that's not him? He's not smoking clothes. He's smoking cigarettes. Yeah, so he's just smoke. He's smoking a regular cigarette, and um, yeah, you realize that's not him. Oh shit! This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional music for this episode included Sharp Senses by Ugana Unyekwe, Sad Songs Part 1 Bells by Fake Cats Project, A Dangerous Location by Ron Ernest, and Glacier Bells by Daniel Birch. Be sure to join us next week, next Thursday, for another exciting episode of This American Monster and every Friday for our short games. We'll see you then. Until then, rate, review, like, and subscribe the whole nine yards. And don't forget to check out our website, thisamericandice.com, and our Facebook group. See you then. Yeah, does Darkblade look back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth, and it's just, they're both there still? Mm-hmm. He does that so much, uh, so much so that he's going, Aah! and he has to grab his head, but then it shakes down this rest of his body, and the rest of his body shakes. There's ain't nothing in the Bible that says Jesus wasn't nude all the time. Um, he was a mer person, and he was always naked, yeah. reading between the lines. Touching the hem of his cloak was more of a metaphor. Than yeah, else. he owned a cloak. You can own a cloak and not wear it. Yeah, it was at home. Head of a fish in a man's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what the story about the five thousand people in the fish and loaves is really all about. Mm-hmm. Come on down to fish and loaves. He's gonna jog over to where he sees this figure who really. Well, you have to hop. You have to hop. A, you have to hop a fence. All right. What do I roll? Um, fence hop. Hard. Is this my hard roll? No, it's the it's the fence hop. It's right it's next to your roll. it's next to your Lindy hop yeah. move. Oh man, shit! Um, I never thought it, you would. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I got so like your or, your origami skill in L five R. No, no, actually, wow! I had nothing. I had no points, and I actually had a negative one. Oh wow! Somehow, since uh, but I added oh, did you, you that? You and got? Now did I, you get, I still got a twelve. I got. Did a you get the? Well, hold on. Did you get the additional points from your um, spring-loaded boots that you have that you found in the cave? Oh, I I used that, and I also um, I just used a luck point. I burned a luck point as well. Okay. And so, so I get, or I get to choose three three um, modifiers for how I get over the fence, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one of those, but all of them, like, all of them have to be erotic. One okay, sure. I one anyway, is so autoerotic okay, so, asphyxiation <laughs> over the fence, and the I see also an option of solving the mystery. So I choose yes. that as well. 
Okay. Uh, it was the wow. butler. Who would have thought that role would have been so helpful? Yes, it was the butler. Um, it was the it was the butler did it. Yeah. What, so you what, can, yeah, you can what like sort of wood, wood are we talking here? Um, I, I, I mean, it's 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 pressure. It's real sad question, Lee. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pre- that's that question a year ago. It's it's pre- it's, it's like, pressure. It's pressure treated lumber for sure. It's pretty good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's been it's it's not been painted, but it has kind of that like red hue to it. Like it's like it looks like cedar, but it's probably not cedar. Do you think someone used a post hole tool to gotcha. uh, to wreck that fence? I mean, either a post hole digger or a um, like an auger. <laughs> probably one of those two. Auger. I mean. It's it's enough fence where it would have it would have been easy, especially for a like a contractor to get an auger in there. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean a, a drill, not like one of the Roman religious officials. Mm-hmm. So is there a roll I can make to walk around the fence? Yeah. then? it's fewer. It's cool. fewer cinnamon rolls. Yeah, so that yeah, way I you think... don't feel so heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a skunk, but it's like a magical skunk. Okay, so there is instead on the. Mm-hmm. On the floor, and it, and it talks. Okay, and the skunk says, "Suck on this, mofo's," and he sprays you, and then he puts on a bas- baseball cap and he skateboards away. Um, fuck yeah, that was the coolest skunk I've ever seen. Jesus. And then the sexy lady skunk from Tiny Toons Adventures is like, sec- like cooler than me, and she makes out with Dark Blade for a little while. Oh yeah, this is my <laughs> fantasy. Of so many years. Yeah, we the skunks the, are so hot. The sundry, the smell is just so overwhelming that sundry can't handle it. Uh, he's like, oh god. Hey again, folks. Austin here, and I wanted to tell you that we also have a YouTube channel. So the service we use for our website only allows us to have 300 episodes of the podcast up at a time. And so while we figure out what to do with those back episodes, we've been putting them up on YouTube as listenable uh, videos. So at the moment, Legend of the Five Rings episodes are going up every Saturday. That's our Legend of the Five Rings Ryoko Wari City of Lies game. And then short games are going up, not every Saturday, short games are going up every Sunday. So you'll be able to check those out. Those won't just disappear. Those won't just vanish. Um, Eventually we'll figure out how to get stuff up, probably start another feed. But till then, that's where you can find all that stuff, which I know you're a big fan of because you're listening to me talk about it. Till then, we'll see you on the inside of your ears, that is, because it's an audio medium.